0: Well, well, we meet again. <laughs> it's your favorite shenanigans started Chris. Before we get started, make sure you're following me on Facebook at shenanigans podcast, on Instagram at shenanigans underscore podcast, and on Twitter at SW Friends Pod. Also, if you're feeling crazy, go ahead and follow my personal account. It's it's underscore Chris. That's I T S underscore K H R I S. We had a lot of stuff to get into. Some, I guess, good. Some real, real, real bad. So, here we go. Hey! <laughs> I'm glad to see you guys. Or, I'm glad you guys can hear me. Or... I don't know. You know what I mean, though? I'm glad you're here. So episode 11, we're in double digits. We're rocking. We're rolling. I got a lot of stuff to cover, so I just kind of want to jump into it, if that's cool with you, of course. So um on the 20th, I think it was this past Friday, I went to go see uh the Joe Button podcast with Rory and Mel um, at... Um, the, what was it? At the Hard Rock? Yeah. And it was really good. Um, Shout out to the views from the Seven crew. Uh, Nisha fucking hit me up. Like, you going or not? So I was like, yeah, I'm going. Like, so it was always good to see them. I haven't seen them in a while. So um, good. It was good. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about the show is that, like, the audience participation part just was, like, way too long. The fucking truth or truth part. And, like, if you guys uh, listen to the podcast, like, you guys are familiar with that. And that's cool. But, like... That shit was just really drawn out, or it was either that it was too drawn out, or the motherfuckers that they were, like, calling on to, like, ask these questions, like, they were hella whack. There was, like, this one, like, the couple came on, like, the girl, she looked, like, hella, like, super straight edge or whatever, and she was talking about, like, I don't know, some motherfucking crazy shit, I don't know. But, um, other than that, like, it was good. I just wish that that part wasn't so long. Uh, Rory fucking FaceTime his girl because she wasn't answering or whatever, like, it's getting real juicy <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, it was cool. So that's what I did this past weekend, Um, pretty much. So um let's talk about Kylie and Travis. Um, I just... I guess I'd never really believe that they were a real couple. Now they're on the cover of GQ and shit, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean... Maybe they are a real couple. Like, I don't know why. Like, it just didn't make sense to me. Like, I guess they met at a Coachella once. Uh He was doing a set there. And then after that, she just pretty much, like, packed up her life and, like, followed this nigga, like, like, on tour or whatever. Like, I I guess when you have money, like, you, have, you know, you're of the Calabasas, you know, region. I guess you can do things like that. But, like, I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I never really knew, like, you know, how they even met. I guess that was what made it weird for me. Because I'm like, damn, like, how would they have even... Well, no, nah, I take that back. Like, we know how they would have met. You know, the Kardashians slash Jenners love them some black boys. But, um, yeah. So, anyway, the GQ article um, is pretty much, you know, confirming what I think we all thought about Travis. is like he doesn't like the fucking spotlight. Which is, again, made it very weird that he would be dating a fucking... I know we, I know she's a Jenner, but, you know, for sake of flow, like, the Kardashian, like, to date a Kardashian, um, and then to, excuse me, not to date, to, to fucking impregnate and, like, have a kid with a Kardashian, like, it's just like, I, like, everybody knows, like, as crazy and, like, outgoing as Travis is, like, I don't think, he doesn't really like that spotlight and shit, like, he barely likes people taking pictures of him. Like, so like to be around somebody that like thrives and like lives off of people taking pictures of her. It's just really weird, but I mean, it seems to be working. They took some really cute pictures. Like, I was very shocked. Like, it was weird. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just a strange combination. They make it work. They seem very happy. So that's cool. Um Stormy apparently is trying to crawl or something. How old is this kid? I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to, like, put extras on it. But, you know, whatever. Congratulations. So, um, yeah, but they're on the cover of GQ. Travis looking very... His clothes always look nice, you know? And that's what's important, isn't it? It's not really his face. It's his clothes. (laughs) It's the way you present yourself, right? (laughs) So, all right, (laughs) y'all. Speaking of love flourishing... Your boy Pusha T got married a few days ago to his girlfriend. Um, I think they've been dating for like 11 years or something. Um, oh, So it was on July 21st. And that day was significant to them because that was the day that he um, proposed to her. So that was the day of their official engagement. Um, they got married in Virginia Beach because obviously, right? They from Virginia where are shit to do but cook. <laughs> and her name is Virginia like how crazy is all this like it's just like it's meant to be <laughs> uh what was so cool I read about their wedding is that um you know how like you have like this the ceremony and there's the fucking you know the party afterwards but like everybody be like in their ceremony clothes so everybody's really uncomfortable um but Pusha uh provided Adidas slides to everybody, so that they could dance, like, all night, like, which is super lit, like, that's amazing, like, to have people in mind that way, like, already after paying for this extravagant thing that, you know, is essentially for, I guess it's for his wife, but, like, you know, mostly for everybody else to see or whatever, but, yeah, like, shout out to them, I don't know why niggas gotta wait 11 years, but I feel you, you feel me, like, that's cool, (laughs) so congratulations, and now, to take it into Trouble in Paradise news. (laughs) You guys should have saw my face. I was really trying to like really concoct a good like segue and that shit did not work. So in Trouble in Paradise news, y'all, Offset was arrested, guys, on the 20th um, outside of Atlanta for, uh, a failure to maintain a lane. So I guess he was like, I guess the cop said he was swerving or whatever. And then they stopped the car. They find a gun. They find some money, but obviously they find some weed, but obviously. So guys, you know, Cardi loves niggas that be in and out of jail. So offset is a felon, guys. and He can't just be riding around with a gun. So he got arrested. Then he, you know, of course, you know. Migos, like, he got out or whatever, but we don't know what's going to happen. There's news stories that some people are saying that Cardi's going to take the gun charge, and I'm positive, my niggas, that that is not going to happen. So, whoever the fuck told y'all that stupid-ass lie, I guarantee you Cardi B is not about to take no motherfucking gun charge for no motherfucking body. Like, bet that. <laughs> like, but she has been quoted to say that, um... Pretty much, you know, he was targeted because he's black and successful. And honestly, the scenery outside of Georgia, all of that shit kind of makes sense to me. <laughs> so I don't know. So we'll see what happens. Um, Offset, uh, of course, of, is one third of the Migos. And I don't know if this is why, if like him being arrested is why they had to push it back. But the um, Drake and the Migos tour has been pushed back two weeks. Um, I just don't know I don't really know they're not really saying why it feels like it's because of the arrest but I'm not really sure so I'm not trying to speculate I already do plenty of that I'm sure <laughs> like so uh, yeah so the tour pushback, back offsets back home with culture Cardi B says it's a fucking it's a fuck, it's bullshit I probably agree yeah so enough of the couple shit like that's cool but I wanna talk about Michelle Williams. Um it's always an interesting topic when we talk about depression in our community, in the black community. Um, we've been told, you know, it's that's a that's that's something white people get. Black people don't get depressed. Like that's something that white people get. Like And that's not true, obviously. Um, And then, you know, even if we can get people to accept that that's how we're feeling on the inside, they don't believe in what may help resolve the issue. And I'm not saying that therapy or talking to someone is like the absolute only way to resolve these feelings that you have inside when it comes to depression and any of that stuff not at all but our community tends to look down upon us sharing our quote-unquote business with people and then that what in turn does is it kind of I don't know we end up you know just in internalizing that and you know some people are not able to to handle that or don't want to handle that I should say and you know take it there where they don't want to be here anymore, where they want to end their life. And I just, I think that if our community was a little bit more open, more people would be doing what Michelle has done. Um, Michelle has admitted that she's been battling with depression for quite some time um, at one point to the point where she felt like she was going to kill herself or she felt the urge to do something like that. And I'm sure that I speak for most people, if not everyone, and sign that we're glad that she didn't. Um But, uh yeah, I'm just really glad that she's super open about this because I hope that, you know, if anybody, you know, if, if, you know, not if, but whoever, you know, looks up to her or, you know, people that look up to her, I hope that they know that if they're feeling anything similar to this or anything like that, that they can all, that it's never... It's never wrong to want to talk to somebody about it. Some people can't handle all that stuff internally. Um, and it's honestly, whether or not you can handle it or the, the amount that you can internalize and without, you know, bursting, I guess. Like, regardless, it's not really good to hold it in at all. Um, it's important to have some kind of outlet. And if that outlet is speaking to somebody, don't let anybody tell you that that's not the right thing to do. Or that it's letting someone pry into your life or being in your business. Like, it has nothing to do with that. Um, These people fucking go to school for this shit. And honestly, sometimes you just need an unbiased voice, you know, Um, to to help process the things that you can't process because you're in it. Um, That's, like, the number one thing, like, is you can't see so much shit or, like, the cause of shit or the origin of shit because you're fucking in it. Cause you're like fucking, it's like in a fucking dust cloud. Like, and you're just in that and you can't see how to get out. You don't see, you can't see how you got there. Um, it's just a really fucking hazy situation. And, um, it's just okay to talk to somebody. I just think that's important. And I'm just really glad that Michelle has done that. I also stop and think. Are the jokes and things that we've been subjecting her to because of her position in Destiny's Child. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. And I say that because I don't want to make assumptions, but I feel very strongly that it does. Um, And it's weird because everybody on the internet is like, oh, well... Everybody who made fun of her, like this, like this is like this is what happens when you make fun. But like to be honest, like even the most do- the most diehard Destiny's Child fans, and if y'all bitches that come out here talking about y'all, he never did this shit. Y'all a motherfucking lie. Every fucking true Destiny's Child fan has made some type of comment against her. And that's not right. Like, I know that I've done it. I know that my friends have done it. I've seen y'all niggas do it recently. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that shit is, they not even a fucking group no more. Like, I've seen y'all shit, y'all niggas do that shit recently. So, that's trash. But don't come on the internet acting like y'all ain't never fucking reposted when she fell on One Sister Park. Like, stop. Like, come on. All I'm saying is, we're all fucking guilty. Um, And not to say that, you know, we should feel bad, like that she's there, like, cause we should feel bad because anybody's there and not to say that that helped, but we just have to, we gotta be nicer. We just gotta fucking be nicer. I don't even know how else to say that shit. We gotta be nicer. That's it. That's all. So we gotta be nicer. And I hope that Michelle gets the clarity that she needs. I don't even want to use the word help. Cause I don't really think that I don't even, I don't necessarily care for that word. But, um, I just hope she gets the guidance that she's seeking. Um, I know that she's made a, made a post on Instagram, um, that she's good and she's doing better and that's what's up. Um, I think we just got to be careful at how we, we to just treat people better in general. And also know that if you're in that place in that fucking fog where you can't see how you got there or you can't see how to get out, um, it's okay to talk to somebody, um, a lot of y'all's insurance has it and you guys don't even know that that's the option that you guys can go talk to somebody. Um, so if you have insurance, um, look into it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it doesn't hurt. It can only help. And also, let me just before I close that section off of the show. Um, also, if you guys go to a uh, someone to talk to um, and it doesn't feel right, that's not the end all. You can go... Like, you can shop the fuck around. Like, just because you go to one doctor... If you guys aren't vibing or you don't think that they can really understand, you know, the core of what's happening, then you can shop around. So, also... So, don't be afraid to go talk to somebody and also don't think that the first person you talk to has to be the last person you talk to. It's millions of these motherfuckers out here. So, please utilize that. Um, And I just... um. Yeah, you know, just good fucking mental health all the way around. However, you need to get it. So, yeah. Um. So, just here goes the fucking bad news, I guess, of the fucking show. So, Michelle, you know, and now this fucking duck boat incident. I I know that you guys have seen these things before, um they I personally wouldn't get on them but I also personally probably wouldn't get on one of these boats to fucking I probably wouldn't get on one of these boats to go do this stuff because me and animals we I'm cool you feel me but um I swear I just hate talking about sad shit but this duck boat incident guys um there were some people on a family vacation, uh, from Indiana. Um, they went to, um, was it Missouri? Yeah, Missouri. So Branson, Missouri for, you know, vacation with their fam- their family. Um, they got on a ride the ducks, uh, boat tour. Um, I guess it tours the lake, um, in Branson, um, there, was a surprise storm that happened so a storm that they couldn't have prepared for I'm assuming that if they were able to have prepared for it that they wouldn't have let this boat go on the water so I don't know how much of a surprise it was I don't know but there were 29 passengers um, and two crew members when the boat sank 16 of them, sixteen passengers and one crew member died. So seventeen people lost their life riding in a fucking boat on a lake. <laughs> um, the water. I'm assuming with the storm, the waves caught up and the boat just ended up sinking. I also know that these types of boat uh, boats, these duck boats. For like 20 years, um, there's been safety concerns about these things, um, all from the fucking canopies, you know, like just the fucking general construction of these things. Um, I don't know if you guys ever seen them or re- been inside of one, but, um, this has been a concern for a long time. I guess in the early nineties, um, something similar like this happened, um, and killed 13 people, um, So, yeah, so there's this long investigation, um, and they're trying to figure out, you know, what caused it and how they can move forward in this tourist, um, attraction, you know, type thing without, I guess, losing more lives? Um, I don't know, like, all of the ones that I'm seeing, the pictures that I'm seeing, they all kind of look like they could have done, been some, had some maintenance done on them, but again, they're going, they're on the lake, I don't really know, you know what I'm saying, I don't really know, but, um, Out of those 16 people, 17 people that died, 16 people that were passengers, um, this one lady lost nine of her family members, um, ranging from the age of 76 all the way down to her one year old. Um, she lost her husband, she lost her three kids or three, four kids, um, but she lost nine family members on fucking vacation, y'all. If, like, if no one does anything tonight, like, pray that she'll be okay. Like, I couldn't even imagine coming home from vacation without anybody that I left with. That is... Well, I take that back. Her nephew survived. Um, But, I mean, it was 11 of them to begin with, and now it's just two. So, um, you know, and... Outside of that, there was also other people that died, um, but I'm just gonna name them all because you know that's the right thing to do. Um, Angela Coleman was 45. Belinda Coleman 69. Irvin Coleman 76. Glenn Coleman 40. Horace Coleman. Uh, Aria Arya or Aria Coleman uh, was the one year old. Maxwell was two. Evan was seven. Reese was nine. Um, also, William Asher, 69. Rosemary Heyman or Hammond, 68. Janice Bright, William Bright, 63 and 65. Leslie Dennison, 64. Bob William, 73. Steve Smith and Lance Smith, 53 and 15 years old. Um, like I said, they're saying that they, it might take up to a year for them to even figure out what happened. Um, so I hope that In that year, um, I hope that people don't have to lose other family members while you guys figure out what happened here. Um, Yeah, so. And then to go from one sad thing to just continue to keep it rolling, um, Oakland. I'm sure you guys are all familiar. I'm sure you you guys have seen... Nia's face, um, Nia Wilson. Um, I still don't really understand what the fuck happened. Let me begin by saying this is a white man. His name is John Cowell, twenty seven years old. They found him. He's arrested, I suppose. Oh well, yeah, yeah. um, he's a felon already. Um, he has, uh, a record of, uh, violence and robbery. Um, I don't, I still don't know that we know exactly what the fuck he wanted from Nia and her sisters. Um, if anything, um, it really does just seem like a real random thing. Um, of course, when these things happen, we always have to like question, like, was this racially motivated? And it sucks that we have to do that. Uh, but we do. Um, because what the fuck? I um, mean, he had just been released on parole four months prior. Um, and I mean, like to have to be out for 60 days and <sighs> <sighs> that shit is sickening. Um, so <sighs> Nia, um, her sister were, um, at the MacArthur BART station at uh, night, uh, Sunday night. Um, and Nia was stabbed to death. Uh, her sister, Nia was only 18 years old, guys. Um, and then her sister, who was 26, uh, Latifa, she was wounded. Now, whether or not he had, John had the intention on Killing her too. I don't know that we'll ever know that. Um. But we do know that he took an 18 year old. Away from her family. (laughs) And for what? And for what though? I don't even think he took anything. Like I think he just. I I don't know. Like. And apparently it happened so fast. Latifah said that. She only saw. Him wiping off his knife. Like like that's how fast it happened um I don't even know what to say because I don't understand um I really hope that we're not I really just hope that this I hope that this man is just insane and not I hope that this wasn't like some like fucking white supremacy like I really hope that that's not what this is because, like, I don't know that Oakland is the, is the fucking place where you want to start that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, listen, this shit is just really sad, y'all. Like, I don't really understand, um, but fuck that guy, um, I hope that... I'm really hoping that this plays out the way that it's supposed to and not how we're used to things playing out. I know that they tried to put a picture of Nia with the holding a gun up. But, like, my that's my thing. Like, what does that shit ever have to do with anything? That shit never has to do anything with anything. <laughs> like, so the fuck what? Like, that has nothing to do with her minding her own business. And they said that he had been riding the train with them... And, you know, there had been no interaction. So it wasn't like they wasn't like they had an interaction, and she's smart, and she you know she fucking went off on him, or it wasn't anything like that. They had had no fucking interaction at all, and then for out for no reason, just because I don't know, because I'm and I'm praying, y'all, it's because he was crazy and not because he felt entitled and he felt like it did wasn't gonna matter. Like that, I can't deal with. I can't deal with. I can't. I can't deal with that reasoning. So. Um, I hope that, you know, and I'm, I'm about to say, I hope that we find out why, but what the fuck difference is that going to make to her family? Y'all, what difference is that going to make to the people that she knows her community? That's not going to do what, what the fuck that won't do anything for anybody. It's all, it's just weird. It's weird. Cause you want to know Why? But then at the same time, it doesn't really fucking matter because it's wrong. It's wrong. Um, I really feel terrible for her family. And I feel like it was supposed to be a regular Sunday. (sighs) So um, rest in peace, Nia. Um, Fuck that guy. And I just hope that your family, Latifah, I hope, I hope your family can find some kind of peace. Um, yeah. So finally, guys, this nigga R. Kelly, like, I don't even know what he wants from us at this point. My guy released a 19 minute song. First of all, my nigga, you got us with Trapped in the Closet because we were interested. This one is called, I admit, I'm not interested. I have an idea and you don't have to fucking admit that to me because we fucking know already. We already know R. Kelly, like Robert, you're not. So I'm just gonna, I didn't listen to it because fuck that guy. But my nigga when I tell you it's like 10 verses. It's like 10 verses. It's like 10 verses, are you hearing me? Uh, you know <sighs> I don't even know what's worse. The fact that he released this song and expected people to listen to it or that some of y'all aunties actually listen to it and are actually like taking his side. Like, saying God's gonna handle it. I don't know what God has to do with a nigga that likes vagina that he ain't supposed to like. So, I don't know. Something just tells me that my God don't like that shit in general. So, I don't know whose freaky ass aunties be on the internet fucking capping for R. Kelly. But I'm cool, lady. (laughs) Like, I'm just not, I'm not here for this shit. Like, uh, let me, I'm going to pull up my, I retweeted somebody who heard my prayers because I wasn't going to listen to this shit, but, but somebody, um, gave me some fucking cliff notes and that cliff notes I can get behind. So, um, pretty much. You know, he, you know, king of fucking R&B or whatever. So he's saying that he's, these are just shit that he's just admitting. So he's admitting that he can't spell. Okay. He's admitting that he couldn't, he couldn't read from a teleprompter at the Grammys. Okay. He's admitting that he fucked somebody else's girlfriend in the back of his Benz. Like, fuck you, bro. Okay. So he said that he said, um, then he said that for people to cancel his shows, that's bullshit so, everybody who didn't go to his shows, like, Kyle Kelly is really upset with you guys. <laughs> he's saying, how are they gonna say I don't respect these women when all I've done is represent? When does respect and represent the same thing? And are you representing for women? I don't really know that you are. And also, we're talking about late girls, not women. Okay. Um, he's pretty much saying, like, fuck y'all. I got girlfriends. Y'all just jealous because I got some girlfriends. Like, I fuck with everybody like, the older and the younger ladies, but they said they called me a pedophile, like, that shit is crazy, but didn't he marry Aaliyah when she was, like, 15? It's just, you know, facts are facts, and on Google, she's, she, Aaliyah is listed as a spouse of his, so come on, like, and then he said, there's a line where he goes, uh, what about the tape? And then he, the next line says, I said, hush, like hush, like, no, my nigga, we still want to address this. Like we've never stopped wanting to address it. Like, <laughs> so, and he's just saying, and he's pretty much saying that all the girls that he has, they are with him because his, his family, or not his family, their family allowed it. And I don't know if you guys listened to me when uh, me and Kia were doing bad gl- bad, uh, black girls that say awesome. But um, we talked about this or we touched upon this where I feel very strongly that a lot of these girls parents are pushing them on him and they just like end up in this shit. So if anything out of this 19 minute b- piece of bullshit, he said, I guess I could probably agree with that. Like if the lines are don't push your daughter in my face and tell me that it's okay. Um, so, and then, cause your agenda is to get paid and get mad when it don't go your way. Um, that's probably the one thing I could probably agree with him on, like, you know, being from the city, um, and just like, you know, hearing these stories, like, but we said that like a while ago. So I definitely believe that parents are not the fucking innocent ones here. I don't feel like R. Kelly is going into these women, these ladies houses, um, at night and fucking, like, taking them, you know, like, <laughs> like that. Like, I definitely know that at some point it was all good. Like, you know what I mean? Um, somebody said it was all good. Now, whether it's, it's not all good in front, in the fucking eyes of the law at all. It's not all good to us, but somebody in the transaction said, no, this is cool. <laughs> like, so the parents are definitely to blame as well. Um, but you know, whatever. Then he has like some verses where he's like, telling us like what the fucking girls that he be with like they like to get their hair pulled like oh, blah, 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 blah. i'm throwing up i can't even because he's not talking about he's not talking about women y'all he's talking about little girls so um i'm just tired of y'all aunties on the internet capping for this gross nigga um, i'm tired of him i'm tired of people giving him I was gonna say recording like fucking time, but I feel like he probably has on studio by now. Because if anybody is actually renting out studio time, R. Kelly, like y'all can kiss my black ass. Like, don't believe the hype. Don't fall for that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> R. Kelly, you're a piece of shit, bro. You're the fucking worst. The fact that you even still are able to be putting out bullshit is so ignorant to me and I hate everything about you. Um <laughs> yeah <laughs> um alright y'all so I literally don't have any more energy to put into this nigga R. Kelly so go to fucking hell <laughs> I was gonna say go the fuck away from me but go to fuck to hell as well like all those things uh, anybody who fucking for some reason can't wrap your head around the fact that he's a disgusting human being so you guys too all right it is now time for the one-up of the week and I have to be honest y'all all all this bad news I really didn't prepare one um but here we go off the fucking top of my head right now (laughs) um I think that my one-up for the week is going to be Stop trying to live your lives vicariously through the things that you see on the internet. Um, 90% of this shit ain't even real. So, you're trying to base your basic ass, regular ass life. And I, I'm not saying basic, like, as a, dra- as a fucking dig, like, like, I'm saying it, like, cause me too. Like, so, like, we're trying to base our, normal everyday lives on some like fantasy shit. Um, and I just don't really know how well that's going to fare out for people that that are constantly comparing their lives with that. So, um, you know, as always just do you and the internet ain't real. So put your phone down sometimes and see what real life is about. (laughs) Okay. And that's it. That's episode 11. I'm done. And look at that. Still under 40 minutes I am amazing it's probably because I try to just hurry up through everything (laughs) because it's either like it's either like too silly for me to even be talking about or it's too fucking sad and I can't deal so anyway (laughs) we did it it's over next week I'm trying to have a guest on so we'll see what happens with that But anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Thanks for reposting. Thanks for liking. Thanks for all that stuff. Retweeting, everything. I appreciate you guys and I'll see you next time.